What's up, fuckers? It's another day at the Daily BM. We're about to kick this show off today and kick you right in the teeth with my co-host, Mike, and my other co-host, who doesn't know when to shut up, Eric C. What's going on, fellas? What's happening? Uh, just another day, man. Just another day. Um, I hear you. So I want to talk about a little something today. I went through the drive-thru this morning. <laughs> yeah, shocker, right? Shocker, fat ass goes through a drive-thru. Oh, you really? You got it went through the drive-thru? I went through the Starbucks. I was a little bougie this morning uh, oh, because sweet. we haven't gone shopping yet at the house, grocery shopping. Right. So right. I was going to Walgreens anyway to pick up something for my wife. And I was like, you know, man, the coffee sounds good. I'm going to get one. So I go through and he, I just need to ask from a guy's perspective. Why is it every time you go through a drive-thru and a chick's voice sounds super hot and then she's not? <laughs> You ever, you ever, I mean, it, it happens me? way more than often too. Is, is it me or no? I, I'm just saying, but I, here's Honestly, the Honestly, I don't pay attention to that. But the shit kicker is when I pulled up to the window, it was a dude. No way. <laughs> I swear, I swear to you. I was like, oh my God. Oh, I really thought it was, they were hot. <laughs> I'm starting to see a trend here, Brad. I know, I know man. right? <laughs> I'm starting to think maybe, maybe you were right, man. Maybe it isn't two out of three. Maybe I am one, you know, another sister. One is one of the, one of the batch. <laughs> I think I'm just one of the batch, man. I mean, I, it would just take it 50 years to figure it out. I don't know. But it brings me back to the, there's a topic. I saw a reel this morning on Instagram. And it was the power of pussy. And let me ask you something. I mean, you, you might have done this when you were younger. All right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Mike is because Mike's kind of like a one- like straight narrow dude but guys will drop whatever they are doing in order to go hit a kitty so i I'm, my question is is eric have you ever like got a dm or a phone call from a girl and they're like hey i want you to come over here you know now because i'm i'm horny or whatever did you drop oh, whatever yeah. the hell you were doing I'm, and yeah, man. Over there. are you kidding me are you kidding me? That's like the best thing in the world when that happens to you. But then you have to feel like a dick afterwards because you're like, oh, did I screw my friends over? No, they would have done the same fucking thing. Well, that's my whole point. So it's like, you know, would you drop whatever you're you would drop whatever you were doing? And you've done it, obviously, then. Yeah, like, of course. You were hanging out with your buddies and then got a freaking message. And went, did you make up a bullshit excuse or did you like go to town? Did you say the guy that just messaged me? I'm not falling for that shit again. <laughs> As Mike puts on a smile, <laughs> we all know, baby, it's okay. <laughs> but yes, most definitely. It's like, hey, not for nothing. Uh, Susie blows and fucks just text me. You got to go, Sean. So do, are you Sorry. honest with your guy friends or do you lie? Yeah, no, you don't have to lie. Be honest with them. Tell them, hey, I want some pussy. And then you haul ass. So, <laughs> and then you go. So my question to you, Mike, the same thing. Have you ever gotten a message, whether it be your girlfriend, your wife, whatever, and they're like, hey, I want you to come home. Wink, wink. You know why. And have you no. like bullshit? You've never gotten that ever. No, because I've, I've been in relationships, and I'm like, <laughs> wait, wait, what's that got to do anything? So what you're saying is your girlfriend or your wife has never freaking messaged you and said, "Hey, come home and give me some dick." No, not when I'm hanging out with friends. <laughs> you poor bastard. No, and I wouldn't do it to my friends anyway. Well, I meant later. Like, like, let's say it's getting to the witching hour. And you're hanging out with your friends. Then let me let me just create another scenario. No, because I can understand if it's like you're going out with your buddies. Um, I guess when you were single, the answer is no. The so answer is no. Of it. All the above. Ever. All the above. Even single for real. When I was, I, I was, I've been very rarely single. That's the problem. 
That's the problem. I'm a serial dater. The longest, myself. the longest. The okay, problem. all honesty. Since the age of 16, the longest that I've been single is a month and a half. Oh, oh shit! That's serious? way more than that. Damn, yeah. he is a serial dater. I guess, yeah. I guess to, compared to you, Mike, I'm putting up rookie numbers. And that oh, month shit. and a half, like, was basically just I was 100 percent focused on myself. Like, I didn't even want to like see a female. You know, because I had just got out of a 10 year marriage and I was like, I'm going to focus 100 percent on me for a month, for a month and so a half. I need to ask <laughs> a question because that was then because then, you know, I met somebody that I liked and we hung out and you get lucky sometimes. Yeah. Seriously. So let me ask you something. And so up, when you got out of that month and a half, like you were in, yeah. in, in silence by yourself, whatever the hell you were doing. So when you met that other person, how long did it take before you were in the sack? Oh, shortest shortest I mean, time ever the like, longest time. Two days, I guess. I don't know. All right. Second date. Impressive. Most impressive. <laughs> Eric, we already know that your answer to yours is yeah, probably no, first I, day. I don't even have to. It's, it, it always is. It's first hour. It's like <laughs> they call me the inevitable for a reason. Because if we're not, if you think that for one second, we're not sleeping together on the first date, you're denying the inevitable. I think it's, just I think it's it more common, like, I don't know, back when, like, I, I know in my time, I, you know, I don't know about the 90s, Mike, because you were a 90s child, right? Pretty much as far as the dating world is concerned. Late 90s, early 2000s. Okay, probably. so in the 80s and the in the 80s and in the um, early 90s, it wasn't like there wasn't a first date, like hit it and quit it kind of uh, mentality as we get uh, as what I believe is today. Uh, was it like that during the 90s and 2000s for you guys? I mean, or no? Or did, was it pretty simple? Or, or did you, was it the same as how it was for me in the eighties? Did it I'm not take- a I'm not a good person to ask that question. I am. Eric. Yeah, that's a good I, question for Eric. I actually I two thousand is when I graduated, so I had a high school sweetheart from ninety seven till two thousand, and then one year after. So there was no there was no playing around. It was that's high school for me. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, now getting out of high school, moving down to Florida, whole different story. 2001 to 2005, I want to say, is when I was playing the game, quote unquote. And then after that, that was when I was like, I want a real girlfriend again. And that's when I started dating one of my exes. Hmm. Interesting. Just curious. All right. Yeah, I mean, just wondering. Next thing you know, 20 years later, they're sending you weird videos over the internet machine. (laughs) And I'm forwarding to my boys. I I feel kind of, it was kind of weird for me because I'm a 95. I graduated 95. So we got kind of three, like I'm five years older than Eric. Mm -hmm. And then Brad, you're what, six years older than me? I was waiting for you to say, you're like what, 15 years older than me? I was waiting for you to say. No, 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 I'm not not throwing a jab. So I mean, it was just that difference. So what I feel like is weird is like, and this, I'm speaking for myself, my own personal experience. This is Correct. obviously not everybody's experience because everybody had a different experience. But I feel like that 95 era, like we got hit the hardest with the AIDS um, yeah, rhetoric. Yeah, actually. Like the rhetoric, the you rhetoric. know, like oh, okay. as far as I remember sitting in like, like when I was uh, in junior high sitting in sex ed classes because they still taught sex ed saying, you know, if right. you have sex with mary and mary has sex with john and john has sex with you know katie you know you've had sex with katie (laughs) indirectly right and then it goes to the partner chain so it's like your first time you could literally be having sex with with a thousand different partners and it only takes one of those people in that chain to have aids 
for you to have, you know, a probability of catching AIDS. Like I remember seeing that vividly in sex class. I mean, I think I was like in junior high, like eighth grade. So you're in that puberty, super horny stage and you just kind of like, oh, you're like, holy shit, I don't want to die. And they're I mean, like, you know, but AIDS is not the worst of it. You know, you so, could also yeah, get chlamydia. And I, like, I can't believe you actually had sex ed class. We didn't, we didn't oh, have we did. sex ed. No, it they got rid of it. They so got rid I, of it. So did they, let me ask you something, Mike, since you were talking about sex ed class and stuff like that. Did you, did they teach like condom use and things like that and protection? No. So even in your era in the, in the um, late 90s? No, that was, so, yeah, that was too far. Like they were teaching 100%. They were saying the only way to like be safe is to abstain. Ah, okay. Yeah. They weren't teaching safe sex. They were teaching reproductive abstinence. organs, abstinence, all the things that can happen. Like, you know, you can also get, I remember there being like a big pregnancy push mm-hmm. where they were like, you know, if you get pregnant, it, it ruins your life <laughs> at an early age, you know? <laughs> Because, well, and I remember like the commercials and stuff where you'd have like the girl, like, you know, like she was a cheerleader in the commercial and then she found out she's pregnant and she's in her room crying and she doesn't want to tell her parents. And then she has to go to a special school. So she gets separated from all her friends. Then she has a, she has a baby that she's sitting there holding, you know, watching all her friends going off to college and riding in the fun cars and stuff. And she's sitting there like looks destitute and sad and poor. And it's like, you know, don't let this be you. They really, they <laughs> really used to make the Prego lady look like a bum, didn't they? Oh yeah. They, they do, really I mean, did. Do you remember they that? Made the guy look like a stud. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The guy yeah. looked like a stud. Slow down past that. He's slowed down yeah and then exactly. all of a sudden this poor girl yeah like you said she looks a little homely and unkempt all of a sudden yeah like she forgot how to take care of herself when she was prego yeah the next thing you know i yeah she can't hang out with uh you know her friends who's close fox cindy and Latifah. i mean they even had videos and stuff about it like i remember like you know like that avril levine video where she's just like a skater boy you know he's just a skater boy like that whole video mm-hmm. right um where it shows the girl getting in a relationship like the girl that he that he wanted that didn't want him having a shitty life, you know, uh, because he started off as a skater boy. And I remember that happened like in the nineties, you know, that was like, Oh, it was like very, that kind of imagery. So like I was pretty like afraid of dying at that age and catching it. Cause it was like end of days, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It, so it was, it, I was just, it was just a, it was a scary situation. So it was like, you know, you really had to like pick your partners so to speak. And they didn't know a lot about it in 90, in 90, like 90, like 92 to 95. Like that's when it got scary in it because before, like, I think when Brad was in school, it was more like a, um, more like only, um, gay men, homosexuals got AIDS. Is that true or false? <laughs> when he I was know you're school. being serious, but it just makes me laugh. <laughs> I, I keep seeing this but no, like revolving thing, but, um, but no, no like in 85, like, when, did you, when did you graduate? 86? I graduated in 87. 89. 89. So in 89. Yeah, so was, like when you were in junior high, it was 80. At that point, it was pretty much 84, a, 85. Yeah. 84, 85 was still only mostly a homosexual disease. Correct. Correct. So basically, in yeah. a nutshell, in my generation, even like in my brother's generation, in the 70s, right? Uh, in the 70s, yeah. it was still like sex, drugs, rock and roll. So I mean, everybody yes. was like how the 60s was free love, you know, people mm-hmm. were getting sick. But they honestly thought they were dying from pneumonia and things like that. You know, they didn't right. know about HIV until until the 80s, you know, during the Ronald Reagan administration, I believe. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I believe that's when they really truly found no, out. No, you're right, actually. So, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So that being said, in our generation, 
Uh, you're right. It was mostly like they would thought it was a homosexual disease. But the problem yeah. is with that is that they didn't realize there are bisexual men, you know what I mean, that would have sex with yeah. these gay men. And then they would turn around and have sex with heterosexual women. So, right, but I mean, Freddie Mercury. Far, correct. Yeah, but as far as you being in, like, you personally, like, you probably never thought AIDS would affect you because you're not gay. Like, you weren't, Listen, you weren't homosexual. We, never, we were never even told in, in my era, in, in, in middle school and even into high school. Yeah. It wasn't taught. It wasn't talked yeah. about. It was, like you said, it was a gay thing. So everybody turned their head and ignored it uh, yeah. until heterosexuals in the late or the early, early 90s, like in 1991, started getting sick. And then they real, and then once HIV was like testing and, you know, they were seeing that the um, heterosexual uh, community was getting ill as well. Then mm-hmm. they put a lot of research. On. So, I mean, a lot of uh, gay – now, this is coming straight from my my brother's mouth, all right? A lot of gay people have a lot of problems with the Re- the Reagan administration, for instance, because they felt like because it was a gay disease that, that they thought, they weren't mm-hmm. pouring a lot of money into research during the 80s because of it. Um, and he was a driving force behind it. That's what, well, they, yeah, that's, what he, that's what I was told by him, and I was like, huh, okay, for each his own. You know, it could, it could be true, couldn't be true. I don't know. But uh, – well. Once I the mean, 90s hit, you had a, you had a famous people that were coming out saying, hey, uh, I ha- Easy e was a, a huge yeah. one. And when he said, hey, I have AIDS, like the whole entire world almost stopped. Yeah. Exactly. Bigger than, way bigger than Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand that. Well, but that's because Easy like, that scares the shit out of us. Easy e wasn't uh, yeah. homosexual. No. Yeah. yeah and he was heterosexual. Johnson. And then you have Magic, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, right, Magic Johnson, the, the you ultimate know? play. I mean, all of you a sudden, I mean? you know, totally forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, you had like, you know, when people were like scrounging and trying to find like drugs, you know, like Dallas Buyers Club, the movie, mm-hmm. you know, Great movie. people were like doing that kind of what stuff, trying called? to find Dallas Buyers Club with Matthew McConaughey. I haven't either. It's a really good movie from what I've heard. Oh, okay. But yeah, so you know that like that kind of like hit home for me because it was kind of like I don't want to play like roulette with my dick, so to speak. Like I didn't want right. to like. Like I really had to be into somebody in order to do it because I was like, I don't want to fucking just risk it for the, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather jerk off and be safe than like, you know, die. <laughs> like I hate we are to say now. that. I mean, that's me personally. <laughs> we jerk off after daily, so we're safe. Yeah. I mean, that was me personally. Like I know there's a lot of people that didn't have that experience, but I well, felt like that. Like I honestly well, let, did. I was like, fuck man. Like seriously, like. Let me tell you about that one then. So because like in the 80s, for instance, I played Russian roulette with my dick all the time because right. we didn't know. Almost everybody did. I mean, so we weren't – so, you know, we were more worried about getting the girl pregnant, making sure you're pulling out, making sure she's on birth control because a lot of girls, even in our a- a- um, era, they were on birth control in the nine, in the late uh, 80s. So right. – and if they weren't, you had to have a strong pullout game, which you still – didn't think about it you know it's stupid because no. you should you pull out games you still got pre-lube pre-leakage you know what i mean that has sperm cells in them so um now back in that day brad uh wasn't the clap was like a huge deal right actually no um the biggest one really? in in my era that as far as people getting it like you know something was chlamydia chlamydia or that's a clap Oh, is that what they call? I, yeah. shit, I don't know, dude. I'm old. Leave me alone. I just know this is a medical term. I mean, I've never had chlamydia, everyone, so I don't everyone, know. It's called everyone. Black. I'd like Eric. Everyone, <laughs> Brad, Brad, Brad. Yes, Eric. Everyone, I'd like yes. to say Brad just admitted he's old. He just admitted it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. Do the clap. Thirteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Fifty seconds into the show, he got his first. Fuck you. Brad um, has finally admitted that he is old. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I am pretty fucking old. I okay, okay, continue I'm not old where I'm cranking uh, my car up in the morning with a hand turn. You know, what I mean, I'm close, close, but not that close. But um, yeah, so chlamydia was a big thing. The clap, if you want to call it that. Um, and believe it or not, was like warts, like people getting like a genital wart. Um, really? Yeah. yeah, it was an issue too because you know it wasn't as extreme, so to speak. And then, believe it or not, another thing that I've heard from other people, like I haven't, I've been tested. Like I don't have HIV, I don't have herpes, I don't have none of that shit. But uh, people getting herpes—that's a real big one because that's like luggage. It that sticks with you for life. You're you never getting rid of it. Yeah. Um, you know. But um, now, have I've I dated people with it? Yep. Really. Mm-hmm. In my past, that, that didn't scare the shit out of you. Uh, yeah, chance? of course it does. But you know, you there's still a person uh, at the end of the day. What's that? There's still there's still a real person at the end of the day. They have real feelings too. It's like, man, somebody gave it to them. Obviously, yeah. Uh, uh, I have dated people, and I know a lot of people. I know a lot of females and and males in this town that have it. That people may and may not know. I so let me what ask, town is that? So, um, so let me ask you guys something. And since we're on the herpes kick here. Um, <laughs> no, are. I mean, I don't mean like that. You are. I, I am. All right. So yeah, you're on the kick. So do you feel like, do you feel like that's something like, let's say you're on Valtrex or whatever, right? It is. Do you feel like that's something that person should like relay to you and say, Hey, listen, I have herpes before they have sex with you. Yes. Do you know how many people probably don't tell you? Probably everyone other than maybe 1% of the community is honest about it, I would think. Like, assume. I guess because there's such a dirty thing about it. You know what I mean? You, but you know what? There's also, like, um, I guess you have the the herpes, what is it, type 1, where it's the mouth, you know, like you get the skull right. scores and stuff like Cold that. scores and stuff like that, correct. Which is very prevalent as well, and I guess they prescribe Valtrex for that as well. Because it puts it into, like, a submission or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, it keeps it, it keeps remission. it from breaking out. It keeps it from having like an outbreak if you start to develop a cold sore. I guess Correct. it keeps it from like creating like having now, like a full breakout. So when you were younger, Mike, did you ever get cold sores? I I know I did when I was young. I'm talking like early young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think everyone's you know, had a cold sore at some point. I never get those. I, never I, really I don't either anymore. <laughs> but that was since. But I had young. one when I was a kid. That and canker yeah. sores. Canker sores freaking hurt like hell. Could be the oh, valve tracks I'm on. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But uh, all joking around. All joking aside. I remember um, being an asshole one time. Um, once. <laughs> one time. Yeah, one time. Uh, okay. No, it's one one specific time because oh, okay. a buddy of mine. Oh, uh, we went on a camping trip. Not camping. It was a ski trip. Uh, back mountain. And. uh I had was like, I had saw in his bag that he had Valtrex. So I Googled what Valtrex. I didn't go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Google was yeah, around today. Yeah, 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 you did. Yeah, you did. I Googled what Valtrex was. So I was like, holy shit. It was like, like herpes medication. I'm like, motherfucker, why didn't you like say you got fucking herpes and shit? Before I kissed you last night, you should have told me. Asshole. No, no, no. We weren't having any, we weren't having like any sexual escapades and stuff like that. But, but the girl that he was dating was like a friend of mine. And. I knew she was like super like a germaphobe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there was no way that like she'd be jating somebody that has herpes just, just by her personality. You know you know what I'm talking about? Like you right, have somebody yeah, that has yeah, that yeah, personality yeah. type. Like, you know, they would just be like, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Like, there's just no fucking way. So I'm like, dude, why wouldn't you fucking say something? He's like, uh, bro, I have cold sores. That's like for my cold sores. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I believe it sense week. now. <laughs> Made sense. I was like, "Fuck, wow, man, that'd be like something you fucking should share with the group." <laughs> yeah, let's say you know. Be- before we go out on today's excursion, yeah, Mike, yeah, why don't you come a little closer and just kiss me? Hey, so can I, I can borrow prove your to underwear you. for a little bit? I mean, <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't want to wear your friend's underwear. Well, and that, was also, my, just, that was also my. That was also my. That was also my naivete at the time because I really didn't know a lot about like 
those type of diseases, how they transferred. So I didn't right. know if it was something that like, like you could sit on a toilet seat and fucking like it rubs off and you can fucking rub it on your balls. You know what I mean? I didn't know. Like, is that a myth though? I thought that no. that was a myth. You can pick no, up it's like crabs. It's it's like crabs, dude. You can get crabs from sitting on a toilet seat after. Yeah, some, which I now that yeah, is true. That. That. You know that for a fact. You know, and I didn't. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. You know, and it was like it was like a ski trip and shit like that. So like you know, sometimes you fucking like just you grab each other's fucking like uh, the ski overalls and shit because we all had the same size and they were all fucking rentals. Right. So mm-hmm. it just you fucking grab whichever one it is and fucking throw them on because they all fucking look the same. It didn't. We were all like the same size, so it wasn't like that big of a fucking deal. I mean, it could be getting mixed up and shit. And I'm like, oh, here you got fucking, you know, junk on your fucking shit. I don't know. I don't junk. want a fucking microbe oh. getting out. And junk I get fucking on your fucking microbe. <laughs> and that was like, I mean, because I don't like, shit. even to this day, like I don't like researching anything medical. So like medical, I try to stay away from. It's not an interesting topic to me. Mm-mm, so no. I don't Do like go going skiing? down that rabbit hole. What? Would you like to go skiing sometime soon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I love skiing. Or camping. I mean, I'm all yeah, all sure. Fucking broke that mountain. Let's broke that <laughs> show. You know? Can we all dress up like cowboys and stuff and be like, you know, hanging out by yeah. the fire? Oh, I just God. literally was like, man, what the fuck? Like, I, I kind of freaked out a little bit. I, like, it did, you know, and I didn't know enough about it, it at the time. So, yeah, I'm right there um, with you, man. It, 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 it was just kind of like, whoa. You know, <laughs> well, I was just wondering, like, you know, if you really, really cared about the person and you knew how to, like, not get it. You know Tell what I mean? them and things of that nature. Uh, would you date them? Like, let's say you weren't married right now. You know, obviously, Eric, you're not. But Mike, if you weren't married, would you date somebody that told you? I mean, like, let's say you went out on a, on a couple of dates, no. or a great time. So you would drop it. You would end the relationship. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah, I know it sounds well, fucked I, up. That I, I would no, that I would date a porn. No, that I would date a porn star. Thing. You're allowed to have your no. own opinion. You know that I, it's fucked up. I date a porn star. They go bang tons th- th- of dudes. But if she like came down with herpes, <laughs> I wouldn't fucking date her. Regular, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the porn. I'll star. be honest with you. Like the first time I ever got an HIV test, like the first time in my life, I was fucking nervous, and I don't know why. Like I mean, I was sitting there for a while, and they took the when I was waiting for the results. I was going through my head like all the people that I'd had sex with going, okay, all is guys. that person sketchy? Is that person not sketchy? Like, oh my God, like, oh my God. You know, and that first one, he came back in and that was the time that that doctor fucking played that fucking prank on me. <laughs> oh, forgot about so that. I was getting really fucking nervous, you know? I think we covered that in the store on here yeah, before. We did. Didn't we? Yeah, yeah so okay, funny. yeah. So the guy was fucking just a douchebag, you know, like, <laughs> going, oh, well, I got some bad news to tell you. And uh, he was going down the list and HIV was last and it was like, he had, everything else was great. So he, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. I got this shit. This is going to fucking ruin my whole life. You know? And he's like, uh, nope, you have no HIV, which means I can't make any money off of you. And I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, That's not asshole. funny. It's bad news for you, not bad news for me. He's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> like fucking don't be a fucking comedian. You medical. Your bedside manner is fucking lame. Um, so yeah, so I was scared that first time I ever got it. Like, you I'll know, be like, honest with you, I was getting life insurance. I was like 26 or 27 yeah. years old. And I was getting that dude. And I was thinking about all the shit I'd done between, like Mike said, all that shit as I'm giving blood. And as I'm waiting on the fucking results, and it takes 30 days back then, 30 days, oh, dude, you had to sweat. Geez. So I was sitting there for 30 days going like this. Oh my God. What if this thing, come, what if this thing, co- oh, dude, I was, I was like, what if this thing comes back and I'm fucking positive? What are you going to do? I'm just recently, you know, married. Uh, you know what I mean? I would have probably get, obviously given it to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause we were trying to have children at the time and I'm like, what the fuck? 
And then all of a sudden they're like, yep, you're negative. And I was like, you know what I mean? It was like that. It's like Mike said, you, I get the letter. It's like when somebody gets like a college acceptance letter. Yes. But worse. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to play devil's advocate here, but oh, here we go. I mean, honest to God, what happens? It comes back positive. You die. Your life. Your life. You die. Over, right. Is your life. Your life's over. Not, point, not right? today. No, not, not today. today. They, they can prolong it now. Now it's not. I mean, now there's medications you can take and stuff and they can really keep it. As long as it doesn't progress to AIDS, like it's just HIV, they can put it in remission now. It, it also but, depends on the, str- the strand of HIV. Yeah. There, there's come a long way with research on it, but. Correct. But I they mean, can't find a cure for cancer. From, I know. You know, like, I automatically, I automatically went into the. If I do now, I have to go and notify everybody. And how mortifying would that fucking phone call be? Like, you know, it'd be horrible. Well, hey, you know, uh, it'd be like this. Hey, Brad, how you doing today, buddy? Listen, I got some really <laughs> terrible fucking news. You know that one time at band camp <laughs> where, like, you know, you let me stick in your ass. Well, I got AIDS, so my you might want to get yourself checked a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you AIDS? What? <laughs> yeah. No, I would not do the Cartman on you. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Seriously? I was I like, yeah. Actually, I'd be like, you know that one time you're sleeping and I took advantage of you. <laughs> you know, I, and you woke up with a bloody butthole. <laughs> I'd be like, geez, I just thought it was a Taco Bell I had the night before when we went out. I didn't know. <laughs> That's no. the norm. Every time I go to Taco yeah. Bell after drinking, um, <laughs> uh, kind of gag no, a little bit. Know, I'm thinking. Thinking about that, all joking around aside, <laughs> I have actually been in the room where somebody said that their lover came back with HIV. It was a homosexual. Oh my god! And they've been together still for thirty years. Uh, he's lived with it for thirty years. Um, an amazing person, seriously, an amazing person. You know, um, and I just remember have like my other person having to wait again thirty days. Cause this was a while, obviously 30 years ago Yeah, and, um, had to wait to get the results back. And you want to talk about a stressful situation, you know, after talking to this individual. Um, and so, I mean, it's real life, you know, I know like we joke around and stuff like that and we cut up, but this was a serious topic today because, and it's, and it's personal to me, believe it or mm-hmm. not. Um, and, uh, you know, um, and, and, I, and the medical community is doing such a fantastic job and they're striving every day and making better, better medications. I mean, obviously, that's what keeps this individual alive. Um, you know, and the only bad part, the negative on it is, is that it shoots out, it, it shoots your liver out over time. Um, the so medication. From the medications, correct. Right. So it's unfortunate, yeah, but one organ has to take a beating. Because it has to, you know, yeah. I mean, your liver is basically your filter of your body. You know what yep. I mean? So it has to. So your liver or your kidneys, one of them's going to go. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just the way it is. But, uh, you know, hopefully one day we have a cure, like a solid cure, a vaccine, whatever it is, and, uh, and knock this nasty shit off, off the planet. You, you know? know, one of my questions would be like being in that situation, then you come back after the 30 days and now you're negative and your partner's positive. I personally would find it almost impossible to be ever be uh intimate with that person again just that's that big of a turnoff for you where even though you can prevent it from you getting it you would still leave that person you know it's easy. I, I don't know i feel like it's easy I, for I, I, us I, I, to say uh, right now because you, we're you not have, dealing you with it you haven't been with somebody for 20 years or 10 years or whatever and that you i'm not I'm saying i'd leave them no, no no i'm saying it is hard but there's other ways to be intimate without penetration 
You know what I mean? Mm. I, don't get me wrong. We all like to, you know, have that close. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, but I'm saying is, I mean, the act of having sex with that other individual, I, that, I don't know if I could bring myself to do that because I'd constantly be worried. It's always in the back of your mind. No matter how much medication or how much protection or whatever was available, it would still be in the back of my mind. I I believe it probably is always. Because they always tell you like, okay, well, this is 99% safe. You know what I mean? And you're like, well, there's that fucking 1%. There's 1%. (laughs) And knowing my my luck trail, I'm probably going to fall down. I get it. I get it because I don't know. Like that would be such a hard situation to be in, you know, like. Right. Yeah, it would. I think this like, show hey. should uh, be shown to uh, all the uh, middle schoolers out there as a sex ed video. This well, maybe one the was sec- very informative. Maybe the second half of the show, not the first half of the show. Yeah, definitely not, <laughs> not the first. Not the first. First half started off a little bit raunchy, and then we moved into more serious topics. But that's the beauty of our show. You know what I mean? That's what we do. We shoot the shit. You know, and I feel like this generation now that's going through school, like my daughter's generation, you know, they had the same problem that with like AIDS that I had with Correct. COVID. Right. Makes sense. You, you know what I mean? Like all mm-hmm. of a sudden, like, oh, you can get sick just, you know, breathing the air, like contact, like when you say six feet apart, like it might not kill you, but it could. And it's just, you know, I, I wonder if the kids, you know, today that went through that in their high school formative years, how much that's going to affect them down the road. Right. Well, yeah, I think it's just, like you know, because they went through a pandemic. But you know what? Every hundred years we have a pandemic. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so it's just or less. we yeah. still bounce back as humanity. Generations have bounced back. I mean, we went through, you know, the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. So, I mean, you know, and now we have 100 years later, the next pandemic. So you're right. I think the kids are probably going to struggle. But, you know, I feel like uh, the youth today has a tendency to be quicker to go. Yeah, we've been there, did that, but now it's maybe time to live our lives and move forward. I mean, I don't know about your daughter. I don't know about the conversations you had, but I know like I know like my sons have like completely said, Hey, we're aware of it, but we're doing our thing, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Has your daughter said the same thing or is she kind of like more like I'm I'm just asking. No, for they're doing their own thing. They're they're all doing their own thing. But I think um I mean the thing I think with that though is the problem is is that had a definite kind of a definite ending, you know, like we had right. a president come out and say, It's over, it's done, we've completed right. the task. <laughs> Whereas right. with HIV and shit like that, we never had somebody come out and say, Hey, this is done, it's over, you know. There's never been closure. And there never will There's be. never been closure. You know, right. I mean black with like like with the black plague, like that back in the day, people just it just ended because the people that survived had a natural immunity to it and they got better with sanitation you know right like it wasn't it It wiped out such a mass population that it it killed anybody that wasn't immune to it so the people left over were you know it's it's weird it's weird that you say that before we close the show i was just like yeah when you're talking about the black plague and things like that i saw a report uh, i can't remember if it was black plague or something but it was a it was a disease that they hadn't seen for like 100 to 200 Mm -hmm. years and it surfaced in europe for a brief moment Right. So it was weird. I, I, you know, it's, it's when you brought that up, I just maybe it triggered that memory of something, but nothing else has been said about it. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I don't know where All I was right. going with that. I'm just simply saying it triggered. Well, a we, yeah, we can talk about, we'll talk about that on the next, maybe the next show or a couple shows down the road. So Brad, you want to tell them where to find us and how to, how to yeah, you, connect you with us. us on the, you can find us on the uh, Tiki talk and on the tweet machine at underscore the daily BM. You can uh, also find us on Instagram and Facebook and that's at the daily BM also dailybm.com or emails at info at, uh, Hey fellas, you got anything else before we get out of here? Stay away from the SARS. Maggie? 
<laughs> I like that, Eric. We're going to leave it on that one. <laughs> and I'm going to say, wrap that Willie. You can see you guys tomorrow. Catch you on the flip side. Deuces. <laughs>